Well, good morning, and welcome back to the seat of the cab with me, your host, Mr. Nigel Williams. Well, it's morning, definitely, definitely morning. It is back to being winter time, folks. Oh, yes, it is back to being winter time. It's dark in the morning when I get up, it's dark at night when I get home. I'll soon be putting the timers on the lights in the house so that they're uh, switching on ready for as I walk through the door. Quite depressing when you do things like that, isn't it? But um, let's have a quick chat about something almost unrelated to today's topic because it's housekeeping time again, due to the massive failure of the fuckwits in government, the massive corruption. nepotism and just blatant idiocracy that's been carrying on in governments across the world for the last 20 years. Well, nay, I'd say 30 years, really. Started 30 years ago, really. But, United Kingdom has lost all of its own energy security, literally Literally, the banks sold the whole country out from underneath us. Isn't that amazing? Currently, diesel prices, when I filled up yesterday, £1.93.9 pence per litre. Wow. How did that happen? Well, OPEC the um, the mafia of oil producers across the world decided that they would cut oil production by um, 2 million barrels a day just that they would just cut 2 million barrels a day it's like Jesus Christ well, the knock on effect of that has been spiking prices as people scramble to meet their country's oil production, well, meet their oil usage needs. It's all well and good for politicians to stand around glad-handing each other and dick-waving and back-slapping net zero, net zero, net zero without ever really thinking too much about the consequences of pushing that agenda because the technology is not there to support it it's just not it's a, it's a fundamental reality that currently the technology to support that just does not exist right now in this space and we are entirely reliant on fossil fuels still to this day and it will not change this insanity of solar and wind will be our saviours okay, it doesn't always blow, the wind ain't always blowing, sometimes it's blowing too strong okay, what about solar well it gets fucking dark you fucking idiots but the people manufacturing those parts, components and 
those projects have been paid for, people have made billions off the back of the green energy scam, whilst simultaneously there have been no investments made in nuclear, and the nuclear that is currently being built is being built on other people's infrastructure and is being and is being financed and will be owned by foreign nations. So it's like, huh, how the fuck does that work then? I don't really know. But I know that it's not good as energy prices just skyrocket through the fucking roof. Fuel prices skyrocket through the fucking roof. The cost of living and food and just day-to-day groceries is just every day something's going up. 95 pence for a pint of milk. 95 pence for a pint of milk. Oof. And it weren't that long ago, it was only 65 pence. Because I buys a pint, I buys individual pints of milk quite regular, so I knows what it costs. 30 pence, you know, it's gone up 50% in, um, in less than eight months. Well, that's a worry, isn't it? House prices keep climbing. Rents are climbing currently, whilst wages are stagnant. Yeah. I don't really see this ending terribly well, you know. But, what the hell do I know? So anyway, on with the show. On with the show. Last night I made a um, I made a statement, and um, I stand by that statement wholeheartedly. I actually believe that I'm telling the truth and being honest when I say that. As a brandly, as a newly, brand new, freshly ticketed digger driver. Plant hire and agency is not the correct avenue for you to start to learn how to drive a machine. Now that might come as a bit of a shock to the fucking cowboys on face ache, but just blagging and lying, yeah. You have no idea how frustrating that is. And the worst of it is, I don't even think you fucking care. So, fella posted up on Facebook last night, because I do keep an eye on the groups, and if I see somebody with a sensible question that could just do with a little bit of nudging in the right direction, I'll comment. So last night, your man posted up, been on ADT, looking to better myself in the new year, sort of come February, March, thinking about either a loading shovel or a 360. Again, two completely different machines. You know, you kind of got to pick one. You know, if you're going to branch out, then you need to at least try and pick one or work for a company work for a company, yeah? Not, not doing CIS, self-employed, 
gun for hire agency odd job in okay actually worked for a company worked for a company that run a multiple of machines that you can go and get you know you can get a twist on and get some experience on you know without with everybody knowing what the fucking score is there's not a client standing there expecting you to turn up and drive their machine like you've been doing it 50 fucking years because at the end of the day that's what that's what agency plant hire is all about they're expecting you to turn up and rock it they're expecting you to turn up knowing knowing exactly what the fuck you're doing knowing exactly how the fuck you're going to do it and educating them because that's also a reality but we won't talk about that tonight so you just not this idea that you could just get a ticket go on an agency and just wing it fake it until you make it it's dog shit it's awful it's absolutely disgusting plant hire is probably the toughest side of the industry because you never know where you you never know what you're going to walk into right you've already got to have the basic skills pinned down and preferably be a specialist of some kind Because it's not all bulk earthwork sitting on a bench on a 50 tonner with a D8 pushing pushing up to you or D6 trimming up behind you, pushing batters and all the rest on it. You know, some of these digger driving jobs, you know, they tell you, must have GPS experience, you know, must be able to dig footings, must be able to do batters, must, you know, must, must, must. And you get blokes, brand new, brand new fresh ticket and, oh, I'll do that, mate. Yeah. If they turn up, they're hopeless. If they turn up. So, there's definitely, definitely, definitely that side of it that needs to be thought about. But yeah, I, I stand by that. I stand by that. Plant hire is not where you start in the industry. It's not. Really, it's not. You know, so I explained to him, you know, driving on a 360, you know, if you want to start on a 360, you want to learn a 360, get on get on a company and I'm driving an ADT and learn with them so that there can be some kind of forgiveness and there can be some kind of tuition and training whilst you're operating. That was my honest advice there. And as for the loading shovels, look, there's a lot of people driving around on HS2 at the minute looking at these road heads, looking at these stockyards, and thinking, oh yeah, fucking hell, look at them nice big swanky shovels, oh look at the bucket on that, yeah, cool yeah mate, I'll have me some of that, yeah, yeah, those road heads, those stockyards, quarries and gravel pits, right, they're a, you know, they're a, a big part of what you'd be expected to do on a loading shovel. But as an agency loading shovel driver, you can be anywhere doing anything. And that includes crushing and screening. And they are entirely different operations. Really, they are. 
really, really they are. Screening, crushing, you know, crushing especially with concrete, concrete dust and, you know, needing to understand the cleanliness of windows so that your, you know, your relief driver when he turns up doesn't have to get a fucking bladed scraper out to scrape the residue off the fucking windows because he can't actually see out of them. But we won't go there because that's not what today's about. So, you know, I'm, I'm all for people bettering themselves. Honestly, I am, and we need to train them and we need to do something with them. You know, we need to give them the tools to do the job and we need to help them learn the job as fast as possible so that they can be beneficial to the whole industry. But companies also have to take some kind of responsibility for this shit show. Because what is the construction industry? It's the sector of business that builds shit, creates shit, And it's made up of little individual companies, or some some cases, you know, multinational global corporations. Scanskerb, Alphabeti, etc. They're global. So it's also those companies also need to step up and take some kind of responsibility. I mean, it's all well and good. I mean, I'm not. I'm not bashing Balfabeti, I'm not. But the idea that Balfabeti can buy a load of machines, throw them out there on HS2 and staff them with agency drivers, it's like, so, so how does that benefit the industry exactly? I know, I know, There's this, they've got a skills hub, operator hub, or operator skills hub or something, and flanneries they're, they're, they're all tied up and you know they're in bed together with flanneries and they're doing this fuck knows what for teaching and training drivers they've got a, they've got a driving school there or an operator school or something I don't fucking know but these blokes when they come out of that operating school they're still going they're, they're still agency they're still they're not on the cards they're not car they're not cards in professional drivers yet. And the truth is they probably won't ever be. Due to the way the, the industry has changed and everyone's moved towards management companies and you know, everyone's become a management company and moved towards operated or self drive plant hire and agency drivers. You know, that's a that's a reality, that's a fact. You know, I I can think of very few companies that are sole that are solely staffed by full time PAY employees. I know lots of companies go down the road of either umbrella or some kind of CIS or arrangement. And they want to keep the bloke self-employed. Well, yeah, that's that's fucking that's nice. That's nice. Completely absolve yourself of any 
responsibility for workforce, you know, cut your exposure to risk, you know, reduce your overheads, you know, just get it down so that the, the blokes don't actually earn a sensible wage. They've got no, you know, they've got no contracted employment status. You know, save yourself the um, the national insurance. But ultimately, what's the detriment of all of, of that thinking? What's the, you know, what's the detriment of that thinking? Well, there's no job security for the blokes. They don't feel confident in the company that they work for, and they don't feel confident in the um, continuation of work. They don't feel like they always feel like their employment is in jeopardy. But the, the flip side of that is that they've got no way of challenging the company. They've got no way of challenging dog shit foremen that don't know what they're doing. They've got no way of challenging managers that are fucking idiots. Because they're just subcontractors and they know it. And they know if they rock the boat, they're, they're going to get fucked off down the road. They know that. So they don't. And they do city shit. And city shit just keeps happening. I saw a video on TikTok yesterday. You know, your man posts up, yeah, don't worry about the water in the trench, just get the pipe in the ground. So I'm watching this video, you know, it's got a trench there. They're putting in some kind of drainage. It's got a trench there, it's full of fucking water. It's a ground worker standing in the trench. So it's only just waist deep, but it's still a metre. Yeah, it's a ground worker standing in the trench up to the top of his wellies in fucking water. And your man's digging fucking muck out of there. You know, half a, half a bucket of water, half a bucket of muck. And I'm watching that and I'm thinking, what the fuck are you doing? Where's your fucking water pump? Why haven't you got a water pump in there? So I read the comments. You know, comments say, you know, they've got a little puddle, puddle sucker, but it's not mad enough. Okay, so go and get a bigger pump, you fucking idiot! Because there's a knock-on effect to that. Twofold, threefold, actually. Yeah. Well, let's look at those a little bit more independently, shall we? Yeah, what's the knock-on effect on that? Well, the muck that you dig out of the hole is going to be absolutely ringing wet. Are you mucking it away? Are you using it to to build something else? Are you got you? Because once you've dug it out of there full of fucking water, you can't use it for nothing else. It's absolutely saturated. You can't build fuck all out of that. So, right, we've just established that this fucking puddle of fucking slop that you've just hoofed out of this fucking trench, you can't do nothing with. You can't sit up on top of it. You've got to send it away. So you're sending it away on the back of eight-wheelers and you're sending it into some fucking landfill site. What the fuck are they going to do with it? Apart from maybe look at it and say... Yeah, take that shit back. We don't want that. But the other side of that is, no wonder nobody wants to be a ground worker. No wonder nobody actually thinks and considers ground works to be a serious career choice. When you treat people like that, expecting them to stand there fucking knee-deep in fucking water to try and... Now, I don't know what. The amount of fucking plastic pipe I've seen floating on, in fucking trenches where, you know, we've laid it, laid it overnight. Ground workers are too busy fucking racking up lines of gear on the tops of the fucking shovels 
and they're just not fucking, you know, they're just not give, really giving a fuck about the fact that we need to get the pipe shingled up because otherwise it's going to, you know, otherwise I can't backfill it and it's got to float. You know, they don't shingle it up, I can't backfill it. If I can't backfill it, plastic pipe floats. So the amount of pipe that I've had to go back over and fucking relay where it, the trench is flooded overnight. Lifted the pipe out of the shingle, fucked the whole run up. It's fucking ridiculous. But, you know, they've got an unprofessional attitude, which is a vicious circle. They're not behaving professionally because they're also not being treated respectfully and given the tools that they need to do the job correctly. But they're being fucking, you know, they're being held, they're being held to ransom on CIS, self-employed contractor status, and you know they've still got to buy all their own gear, they've got to buy their own tools, they've got to finance the whole shit show, and yet, you know the company can't even put fucking water pump in there for them you know com company can't even you know can't even give them the right machines to um, to do the job you know company won't buy won't, won't buy stone everything's cheap as you can cheap as you can cheap as you can which has a knock-on effect of actually costing more in the long run. But, it's one thing to know it, say it, and then it's something else for the powers that be to take that all into consideration and to adjust their thinking about it. That's just not gonna happen, so not even gonna waste my time. So yeah, see, if you want to do plant hire, do plant hire, it's no, you know, no great shakes, but you've got to have skills, you know, there is fucking no point in turning up thinking that it's as easy as getting here, getting in a machine and going to work. You've actually got to know what you're doing. Whether you're driving a digger, dozer, dump truck, whatever. Don't fucking don't fucking matter. But you you've really gotta know something about what you're doing. So yeah. Oh, it is what it is, folks. It is what it is. It is what it is, and ain't what it ain't. And far be it from me. challenge the status quo because it's just not it's just not worth it not enough people listen to me nobody really values my opinion so what's the fucking point so yeah tell me your thoughts tell me what you think is plant higher the place to start out in the industry? Am I wrong? 
you know where to find me Nigel Williams on Facebook and LinkedIn from the seat of the cab at gmail.com and I'll catch you in the next one take care folks bye bye